Welcome to episode 21 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Danielson Davis, and boy, has Amazon been busy in the last week. Uh, maybe you heard that in May, the Campaign for Commercial Free Childhood and the Center for Digital Democracy actually put in a complaint to the Federal Trade Commission about the privacy and usage of the Echo Dot Kids Edition. And this had to do with recording kids' voices and storing kids' voices. Well, this week, this past week, there was actually a lawsuit filed about that device. And it accused Amazon of violating COPA by collecting data about children without explicit consent of the parents. And what the what this means is that it was easy for kids to bypass using the Echo Dot Kids Edition by by um, obtaining parental consent without parents really knowing it. So what has happened is Amazon has come out and said that they have worked with the Family Online Safety Institute and they are working to rebuild free time on Alexa so that it does adhere to U.S. children's privacy laws, COPA. So I'm not really sure what that's all going to mean, but I will say that there is a way to know for sure that your children's voices are deleted, but you actually have to contact Amazon and ask for them to be deleted. I would say that this isn't the best case for usage of these devices, and for doing that, it should probably be something that automatically deletes. Um, for instance, Apple Siri automatically deletes them and just stores them for a short amount of time. So to ask a parent to manually do that seems like something that uh, becomes a hardship on the parent and something that would be easy for Amazon to do themselves. All this comes at a time where Amazon just came out with their brand new Echo Dots for Kids edition, and it has uh, a new design, very bright and cheerful for kids, but looks a lot like the legacy Echo Dot Kids, the rounded case um, at the same time. That being said, I still believe that with the Echo Dot uh, Kids edition, you have the ability to control things that otherwise you can't control if you were using the regular Amazon Echo Dot or using a Google Assistant. This way, you know you have the ability to delete that. I also believe that we as educators are doing things to make sure that it's not collecting that personal information that we don't want them to collect by um, not using our personal information when, when using the skills in the classroom. Um, I believe that COPA has got to catch up I also believe that Amazon's got to do things to make sure that they're on the right path. Someone said this week on a thread that I was reading, shouldn't AI now be able to tell if a voice is a child under 13 or not where they could make sure that they weren't keeping those recordings? That seemed like an interesting idea to me. Who knows? Um, another thing that came about this week is that Amazon is offering to some of the skill builders the ability to uh, create skills that allow for in-skill purchases. So that's one thing that I'm really not excited about. Um, but a child could not order something 
and let's say it was maybe a one-time purchase or maybe even a subscription inside of a skill, they can't order it unless the owner of that Amazon account, which would typically be a mom or dad or a teacher, um, approves or declines the request. And it looks like you're going to be able to do that through text or email. Um, that it, it's considered premium content and it's only being allowed for certain skill developers to do. So if you're someone who is using Kids Court, for instance, that's one who has been given permission. The YouTube Superman Adventure, Travel Quest, Animal Sounds, and Master Swords are all a group of developers who have uh, the ability to add and have already added premium content to their skills. So be aware that that's out there. So how do you opt out of that? I don't want to see that. That's how I feel. I don't want students to have access. I don't want children to have access and be bombarded with advertising in the midst of using a skill. Uh, by using the Echo Dot Kids Edition with free time, they can't do that. So it is not available on the Echo Dot Kids Edition with free time. Also, as a parent or a teacher, you can go in and you can actually disable this feature by going into settings and then Alexa account voice purchasing, voice purchasing, kids skills purchasing, and turn that off. Um, it's interesting to me. It's coming at a time where um, Alexa is really getting pushed back on privacy, and now um, they're actually adding to fuel to the fire by allowing it to be more of an advertising device. I get it. I understand that everything that's created um, should have the potential for those who are creating the skills to make some money off of that. But I still wish more and more that there was a platform where we as educators and parents just felt safe for students and children to use this for its educational purchase, uh, purposes, which I believe are far-reaching. Um, I do understand that with AI, it helps to have someone listening to um, the use of these devices and the inputs of the voices to make sure it's understanding well. I just got off the phone with a developer who's actually from India and he struggles with Alexa understanding him and he's actually going to be a guest speaker uh, soon for me on this and how it impacts him as a user and people he knows as users. So I get that um, there's an important thing here about voice and things that have to be worked out. But I am very sad at that now children themselves and a skill that is um, going straight towards them, a kid's skill, they now have the ability to actually make a choice to want to buy something instead of just using this as free from that type of thing. What concerns me is I feel like this is the same path we as educators went through with the iPads. We would put an app on an iPad and wonder, are kids going to be able to see pop-ups in the middle of this for advertising? Are kids going to have the ability to make, make purchases inside the app? How do I control that as an educator? These are the type of things that I felt like that the voice community could have learned from uh, from the 
mobile device community already, so it makes me a little sad that it's going to be something that I've got to constantly be aware of and watch. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and this is Voice in Education.